Welcome to The Higher Drive. I'm Mark David. Unlike many experts, I've personally navigated the tough job-seeking terrain, not as an MBA or coach, but as someone who's felt the challenges firsthand. Here, we'll share real-life insights, tips, and tools, all in bite-sized episodes tailored for your busy life. Let's make your job journey a little easier together. In today's podcast, we are going to talk about some ideas to stay motivated and optimistic during a job search. Some of these I like, some of these, eh, they're okay, but I'm going to go over each one and figure out if it would be something that would be useful to you. Personal branding. So you could create a personal website or a blog showcasing your skills and projects and experiences. And that not only boosts your online presence, but uh, gives you a project to focus on. Now, in my particular search, uh, I didn't really do that. I thought about doing sort of like a security blog just to sort of showcase something I was doing. Uh, I didn't have time to do it. But if you have something that you like to do, a hobby, a skill, photography, or it makes sense to the job that you're going for, definitely having some type of presence or experience that you can link to on LinkedIn that shows that you're engaged in that particular network or that you're doing something in this area is helpful. Anything really helps. It doesn't mean people are going to actually look at it, but it also keeps you engaged in that area. So it's not a bad idea to have some type of personal branding. Skill a day challenge. I didn't do the skill a day challenge. So these are things that you could go to Coursera or a number of different places, Udemy, and learn a new skill or enhance a skill that you already have. So if you're in marketing, you could learn different marketing techniques. Or if you're in security, you might do some type of penetration testing or API security, things like that. It's, again, a great idea to keep yourself motivated while doing a job search and getting yourself into that mindset and staying current with all the current trends and learning a new skill. And guess what you can do? If you actually do go through a course or you take a challenge or you go through labs, lab materials and coursework like that, that is something that can become a really nice bullet point on a resume that you can add in there. So it's not a bad idea to do that. Now, in my case, I was studying for the CISSP. So it was more like a chapter a week challenge, but that really helped me get into the mindset to understand all the different nuances of the jargon and the lingo. And that was extremely, extremely helpful to do. Job search journal. I didn't use a job search journal, but I did use job hound. And I talk about that in my zero to hired book. And basically that's documenting your job search journey. Now, some people will do this on an Excel spreadsheet and that's perfectly fine. It's just a way to figure out what companies you've applied to, any feedback you've received, your feelings about the application, and it really helps track progress and reflecting on experiences. Again, I did it just to see how many places I had applied to and where I was in the interview stages or application or if I'd heard back from them. So while I didn't journal per se, I absolutely tracked that information. And even if you just want to do it on a very basic Excel spreadsheet, that is super helpful and something that you should do. That way you get the stats, you understand how many jobs you're applying to for day. It keeps you motivated and it keeps you on task and on track. And there's a million places that you can do these type of things. So it really doesn't matter where you do it as long as you're sort of engaging in doing it. Virtual networking events. 
Now, I love this one. Online webinars, workshops, or conferences related to your field. Uh, I did that. There were some in San Francisco that I went to. They were, I got, you know, expo or free passes from people I'd connected with on LinkedIn and talked about it. Vendors, things like that can help you out. And that was a great networking event just to either engage with other professionals in your fields or talk to people or just keep up on industry news or just say that you were going to these events. If there's any type of event that you can do that's related to your field, getting out there, networking, going to conferences, great idea. Even if you sometimes have to pay for it, it's still a good idea because you're doing something different than the whole online world. So that is highly recommended. Mock interview sessions. Now, this didn't really exist too much for me, or at least I didn't even try it, but there's a couple of ways you can do this. One, you can just keep getting interviews for whatever uh, job segment that you're in. So you're basically practicing with recruiters. Even if you don't have an intention of doing that job, you should be out there, you should be talking, you should be doing mock interview sessions. Now, there's tons of services online that will either have AI do it for you, or you can get ChatGPT to pretend to be an interview and ask you more difficult questions as it goes on, just so you're practicing interviewing and discussing. It's almost like I'm what, what I'm doing with this podcast, right? The more I podcast on a regular, consistent basis, the better I'm going to get at doing it, the better information you're going to get because I'm constantly going through these interview or these podcast type sessions. So for you, mock interviews, not a bad idea. Now, some people will say, hey, get your friends to do it or your peers. I didn't have any success doing that personally, but again, it's it's not a bad idea. And now with all the online tools that you can use, there's a lot of different ways you can do mock interview sessions. But it is something you could do on a weekly basis just to see what kind of questions are out there and to practice and keep yourself engaged. Creative outlets. So dive into a creative hobby like painting or writing or music or whatever. It's a conversation starter, really. So for me, it was fitness. It was blogging. It was photography. It was podcasting. And so when people would say, hey, what are your favorite podcasts you listen to when it, relate, when it relates to security? I had things to say about that. So it was a conversation starter in an interview. I can remember doing an interview where somebody said, what is your, what are the podcasts you listen to in security? And I mentioned a few they hadn't even heard of. It's great. It's something beyond what you're normally doing. And it does make you more interesting and engaging and things to have conversations. Because when you're doing an interview, it's a two-way street. You want to be speaking and asking questions and giving answers. But it isn't just them asking, you answering, and then that's it. You want to keep it a conversation so it's fun. This is a person I could work with because they're interesting to talk to. Visualization techniques. So you can spend a few minutes each day visualizing your ideal job or your workspace or daily tasks. Uh, some people put this on a, like a visualization board. Uh, I didn't particularly do that, but it does work for some people if that's what they want to do. A feedback loop. So you can share your resume or your portfolio with professionals in your network and get constructive feedback. Even if it's in a job hunting forum within LinkedIn, you're not looking to necessarily look for a job or have people find you a job, but you could do it so that you would be able to get some type of feedback for your resume, see if there's something else you could do or bullet points. I'll give you a little tip on this one too. 
ChatGPT and some of the AI services now, you can actually upload your resume and ask for feedback. It's a little weird, but it does kind of work and it's not a bad idea. So that's something you can practice with and test as well. Setting micro goals, that's extremely helpful as well. So instead of having a goal like get three, get a job in three months, you'd break it down into smaller tasks, like connect with five professionals this week or apply to 10 jobs today, something like that. So you're setting small goals. Instead of having a huge list of tasks you're looking at, you're gonna break it down into much smaller wins. So for me, uh, one of my main goals was to find and apply for at least one job a day. Super simple, but over a, a month long period, that's 30 jobs that you've applied to. 30 targeted jobs that you've applied to with the cover letter, things like that. So it's extremely helpful to be able to do that kind of stuff. So setting micro goals, really helpful. It doesn't matter how small it is, but it's something that you can keep track of and going back to that job journaling. Uh, celebrating small wins. I did this a lot, get a call back or make a new connection. You know, you're happy about that. I was always ecstatic when I would get a recruiter who actually said, hey, I'd like to set up an initial interview. Totally made my day, made my workout better. Everything about it just made it better because I was ecstatic that it was just a small win for me to be able to do. And you should be able to celebrate that. And it does matter. Educational podcasts and TED Talks. I did a lot of that. Uh, I listened to a lot of podcasts related to my field. It got me into, again, newsletters, different lingo, people I could connect with on LinkedIn because now I have something to connect with them in a personal message. Hey, I heard your podcast on such and such. I'd really like to connect with you. Those type of personal notes probably will work because you're connecting with the person. You're telling them what you heard, what you liked, where you, why you're connecting with them rather than just you know, connecting or, hey, I just want to add you to my network. No. Hey, I heard your podcast on such and such about these jobs, and it's really insightful, and I really liked your bulleted list. I'd really like to connect with you. I'm probably going to accept that because it makes sense to me. It's a personal note. It takes two seconds out of your time to personalize a note. I guarantee you hardly anybody does it, even, even today. It's insane. Volunteer work. You could do some volunteer uh, work in your area related to your field. If it, you know, if it keeps you active and helps you networking, it adds value to your resume. I did a little bit of volunteer work as far as security went, which turned into a side gig and a actual, you know, trying to do go out on my own business. So that's not a bad idea to do if that's something that you can do. So whatever your segment is for your jobs, volunteer work not a bad thing to do, especially if it helps you networking into your field and gets you out there and connected with other people, maybe rotary or something else like that. Stay updated with industry news, kind of helped with the podcasting. You'd subscribe to newsletters. And so it was just easy to keep informed of what was going on in this industry. And I'll tell you, it does give you an edge in interviews because as people are going to ask you these questions, because you're studying, because you're watching these talks, you're listening to these podcasts, you're subscribed to newsletters, you are going to be able to talk about the things that are happening today that are more pertinent. You might even be able to give a tip to an interviewer that they hadn't heard if they're too busy with their job and they can't stay up with the industry news. Again, it's a conversation starter and it's something you should definitely do. Mindfulness and meditation. For me, it was going to the gym. 
So if you want to practice mindful exercises and stay present and reduce anxiety and it helps maintain a calmer demeanor during interviews and in daily life, great. For me, again, going to the gym, I did it every single day. I don't care if it was cardio. I don't care if it was weightlifting. It helped. It was part of my routine. It was something I did and I didn't skip it. And neither should you. And the last one, and I think this is the coolest one that I didn't have access to, was leveraging AI tools. So now you can use AI platforms like ChatGPT, Claude.ai, Perplexity.a, and Pi.ai to enhance your job search. So these tools can assist in resume optimization, interview preparation, identifying potential job opportunities tailored to your skill sets and interests. There's a really interesting thing about Pi.ai. It is not your typical AI type tool it's almost like a coach or a support person that you can talk to to bounce ideas off. It's different. If you haven't seen it and you haven't used it or played with it, I don't know how they're monetizing it. Right now it was free to sign up. It doesn't really track. It doesn't seem to have the same type of history like uh, chat history these other ones do, but it's a very different and engaging AI to take a look at and see if it's something that might be interesting to you. So it's pi.ai. Go there and check it out. I actually used it to create some of the things in this list. I wanted something different than small wins or just exercising or being mindful. And it gave me a really good list of things that I could do in order to go about this and figure out what other types of tools I could use to maybe bounce ideas off if you don't have that support network or if you don't have something in LinkedIn that you can chat with a group or friends and family, maybe they've heard too much about your job searching experience. You can use some of these tools to actually bounce ideas off and have conversations. It's rather interesting and engaging and it might be slightly different and it wasn't something that was available to me, but it's definitely available to you. So I would highly encourage you to check it out and see if that is something that might make your job searching experience easier and a little bit better. So again, ChatGPT, obviously the heavy hitter in that space, but Claude.ai is very interesting and Perplexity.ai is also interesting and different. But my favorite in terms of just really different and not your typical AI, it's not gonna do math for you and, and things like that, but more of a, a friend to talk to, I guess in a way, Pi. AI. So if you haven't seen that, check it out. And again, if you have any questions for this podcast, you know where to reach me. And that wraps up another episode of The Higher Drive. Remember, every no is a step closer to that yes you've been waiting for. Stay persistent, stay motivated, and most importantly, believe in yourself. If today's episode resonated with you, please tell your friends and hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss a beat. Have questions or need some personalized advice? shoot me an email at mark, M-A-R-C, at justaskmark.com. And if you haven't already, check out the Zero to Hired book available on Kindle and paperback. To learn more and sign up for our free newsletter, visit justaskmark, that's mark with a C, dot com, forward slash zero to hired. Until next time, keep driving forward and make your job-seeking journey count.